welcome everyone to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, episode 26. So today we're going to be covering quite a few things. Um, I am, of course, Thor, and I am here with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. So um, we're going to be covering quite a few things today. The first thing I want to start out with is the obvious, though, being um, today is Black Friday and we're doing our live podcast recording now so I can say things like what's going on right now. So uh, we have some of the Black Friday deals and a lot of these are going on. The ones I'm mentioning anyways, as they apply to us, are going on till December 1st. So you've got a couple of days. Um, there's quite a few out there, though. And most notably, Steam has their uh, fall sale, I think they call it, going on now. There's a lot of stuff on sale. Um, Among Us is a dollar off if you haven't pulled that one yet. Um, On the PlayStation Store, PlayStation Plus is 25% off, which is about the best deal you're going to get on it. Um, If they do it every single Black Friday, what I do is I just buy my year's worth every Black Friday. So I essentially just pay 25% less for PlayStation Plus. Um, Avengers is surprisingly 50% off right now. (laughs) Not surprisingly, they need to get their numbers up since it's selling so shit. and even Final Fantasy VII Remake is 30 to 35% off. Um, and fi- Final Fantasy XIV is 50% off as well for the complete edition. So if you haven't tried Final Fantasy XIV yet, now is an optimal time. I went in on the sale. I'm enjoying this, it. This is true. This is true. Um, So Hitman developer announces a new Bond game game project 007 yeah so they're known for their weird stealthy type games hitman uh io interactive um and they revealed that they were working on a james bond game with a short little teaser trailer that's only about a minute long it's just the barrel of a gun blah 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 the classic gunshot the the you know blood effect blowing down the screen revealing it called project 007 which is just their working title um it is being created on their own Glacier engine, which has been used for the most recent of the Hitman games, um, where there's nothing there's nothing about what type of type of game it will exactly be, but it'll probably be in the realm of a James Bond themed Hitman game, to be quite honest, because you're just you know yeah, a, yeah. a, a murdery secret agent in the Hitman games, so you know small yeah. open levels, different co- outfits and stuff, different like side tasks you can do with an end goal in mind so yeah and i mean what are hitman games if not like lawful evil james bond movies in the form of video games? i mean you can be chaotic good technically by just killing your target i mean your targets aren't good people in the game (laughs) or you you just murder everybody in sight whatever i mean you can follow (laughs) the street laws in grand theft auto too but like why yeah, yeah. <laughs> why? All right, so uh, some bad news. The Mortal Kombat movie has been delayed indefinitely, noting not canceled necessarily, just indefinitely delayed. And I think Sasquatch yeah. have found a little more info on it. Yeah, this came uh, via pr- movie producer Todd Garner, who replied to a fan asking about the movie's release date. Um he said that there was no word on release date for either the trailer or the finished product. Uh, 
Garner responded, we'd always planned for it and thought we'd do it in March. The pandemic had other plans. We won't have a release date for the movie until theaters reopen. Same for the trailer. Um, this is due to the current mm. coronavirus pandemic, which has really hurt the movie industry as a whole. So it's not kind of surprising uh, to see that. Mm. But they were looking for a March 5th release date, which is probably not happening considering they don't even have enough stuff filmed mm. for a trailer yeah. for the movie. Yeah, it's probably looking for, I'd say, at least another year. It's going to get added on to production. But uh, at least it's not canceled, though, and that's what's important. Right. All right, so some next-gen updates. We have quite a lot going on, as is expected, I suppose, since it is they're now launched and everything's going on. Um, so one of the first things... Um, the PS5, a PS5 tweet that ruined the DualSense controller, and I cannot fucking ever unsee this. Um, it's it really. It I don't know if you guys have seen this, but they um, misprinted the Sony, the word Sony on the DualSense controller underneath the charge port to where it's like off-centered, and it's an OCD nightmare. That ruined the DualSense it's bad. controller, it's, and it's, I it's really bad. cannot. It was the bottom of the controller, though, so you have to be like yeah, looking but, for it. Yeah, and that's what makes me like if I had never if I hadn't seen this tweet, I would never probably have noticed and never would have known. But now I'm never gonna be able to like unnotice it. You know what I mean? I'm always going to fucking notice it now. Of course, they're, they're probably gonna change it. Um, I'm sure they'll need to manufacture new remotes, and this got so so much uh, traction that I'm sure they're aware of it, and the new manufactured remotes will surely have this corrected. So that Just might even turn these right. misprinted ones into a uh, collector's item at some point. Who knows? Yeah, I could just put a sticker over it. That'd work. <laughs> um, let's see. There's an issue where pe uh, people's PS5s had a high-pitched whine, and apparently it's been discovered that it's caused by a loose label inside of one of the parts in the fan, or by the fan. So uh, I don't recall exactly which part it was, but there's another part inside that has a little tiny sticky label on it that's coming loose and then getting caught in the fan and causing this high-pitched whine. Um, it is, however, possible to open it up and go in there and take it off. One of the better things about the newer consoles is that we don't have that, like, forbidden seal. We can go in and mess around a reasonable amount if we need to. Um, so that's what's going on if you have that high-pitched whine. Um, let's see. So multiple PS5 customers claim their console deliveries were replaced with household goods. So specifically, this was uh, going on on Amazon a lot. People were, who had ordered a PS5 on Amazon received things ranging from shoes to air fryers instead in their boxes. Um, and some of them just nothing came inside. They were just packed with packaging. Um, and the issue is being investigated. Um, so I'll... I'll post any updates if I see anything else. Right now, it's still just under investigation. They're trying to figure out who stole a bunch of these PlayStations, basically. I know um, at least one Amazon driver has been caught and sacked mm, for for stealing someone's uh, delivery. Yeah, and this is this is bad because there was a statement um, put out 
that from the Sony CEO that absolutely everything is sold. They do not have currently any more PS5s to send out. They need to manufacture more. It's gone. It's all gone. So it's not like they can get those replaced unless they find the actual stolen items either. So it's, they're just going to get refunded and fuck. Sorry, buddy. Um, okay. Yep. And then apparently uh, the PS5 and Xbox Series X both have had sales ending in violent robberies, warned police. Um, so this <laughs> happened because people were setting up meetings online uh, to buy and sell the uh, scalped PS5s, and people are just getting robbed. So that's expected. Um, yeah, that's just not surprising to me. Uh, let's see. Steam adds more support for PS5 DualSense controllers. So um, they've added more support for it, but the adaptive triggers are still not supported in Steam yet. Um, however, it is uh, theorized that that should be coming soon, but uh, the support does not include that yet. Um, and let's see. So the Sony has stated that they're unsure if the PS Plus collection will expand or not. It may or may not. <clears throat> Um, and then there's also been an issue with – so for those who don't know, the PS Plus collection is a collection of classic PS4 games that are available immediately to PS5 owners. Um, and you can play them on your PS4, but you must claim them from a PS5. So theoretically, you could go to your buddy's house if they have a PS5, log into your account, claim the games, then go back home and play them on your PS4. And that's fine, but – People are getting banned now by Sony because they're not just doing that. They're selling the access to this. So they're basically <laughs> going on Craigslist and Facebook marketplace and saying, hey, give me 50 bucks and you can come to my house, use my PS5 to claim all of your games, and then go play them on your PlayStation. And people are actually charging a fee to do this now, and Sony noticed and is throwing down the ban hammer. Damn. Wrecked. Yep. Should have just um, put your but, buddies up, kept it on the DL. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's the, and from what I saw, like they weren't even they didn't really seem to care about the claiming from a friend's PS5. It was the people profiteering off of it that they were pissy about. Um in any case, the PS5 has been by far the biggest launch in the console history. Um, so it's it's big boobs. Um, they are expected to be uh, restocking. They had more at GameStop today, um, which are obviously out now. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm perfectly happy waiting until next year. Um, so we'll see what happens between now and then. Um, but the Scarlet Nexus Xbox Series X launch celebration gameplay and interview has been released. I think Sasquatch posted that one. <clears throat> yeah, so it's being released. It has a special release event upon the Xbox Series X, which is uh, kind of more in line with how Microsoft was talking about how they wanted to have a larger impact upon the Japanese gaming scene, how they were looking to make more deals. And they seem to have struck one with Bandai Namco to have a a special launch event for their Xbox Series X and the game itself. Um, it is a brain punk action RPG. That's what it's branded as. Um, it's really stylized. It's definitely an anime RPG. It's probably why I caught my eye. Also, just because it was a deal between Microsoft and a Japanese gaming company. Um, 
they are fully getting behind their plan to try to expand upon their brand in Japan and other Asian gaming markets. So depending upon how this one goes, you might see that uh, expanded further upon as the rest of the year plays out and into next year. Okay. And so the last bit on our console news, um, PS5, or PlayStation rather, um, has teased a response to the Game Pass for Xbox. Um, so according to Jim Ryan during an interview, he said that there is going to be news re- news to come um, in regards to a PS5 service that works similar to Xbox Game Pass. That's all that was said, so the rest is kind of theory. The idea, though, is that it would be the same, including um, they would have stuff available on PC as well. They're trying to completely match it, but there's no more news in it yet. Um, so we'll keep everyone updated on that. This um, is kind of it's kind of an interesting because they previously did say a few months ago that they weren't having any plans for something similar to that service to begin with. Okay, and, and here's my thing, and I, I'm. I'm gonna. This is probably gonna sound stupid because I feel stupid now. Just I'm like, how the okay, um, is that not what fucking PlayStation? What is PlayStation now? I thought that I thought PlayStation now was basically like like Game Pass, where you subscribe and then you can basically it's like a Netflix for games, where there's a certain amount of games you can download and play as long as you have the service. Is that not how PlayStation now works? PlayStation now is only PS3 game, PS3 games and back. That's on. P- is it not on PS4? I don't. Know. I don't use it. You so. can access it on PS4, yeah, but it's not for PS4 games. Okay. It's not PS4 4 and forward. Okay, I gotcha. So Deadpool three is now in the works. Um, so they have confirmed that we can expect a Deadpool three with Ryan Reynolds. And to everyone's glee, it is going to be rated R. They've confirmed that they're not going to touch the rating. It's going to follow along as it has been, which is something I was trying to explain to everybody before. I'm like, Disney likes money. It's already owned by a separate studio that's not that doesn't have Disney's official name tied into it. They don't need to scale it down. They also own Lionsgate, which makes super rated R shit if people didn't know. Um... So, but I'm very glad to have confirmation that um, that it is going to stick with Rated R and Ryan Reynolds. So there's yeah, no wonderful news. Th- there's no, I don't think, uh, anticipation of when it will be released. They will be filming in 2021, I think. Eric, yes. This, so they're scheduled to film through 2021. So probably early 2022. Um, it is kind of a sad, uh, reminiscent. This year of 2020 is the first year that we haven't had any Marvel film at all for, what is it, 15 years or some crazy shit? But we've, yeah, it's the first year there's been no Marvel movie in a long time. But um, yeah, yeah this, this is good news, though. This is good news. So some Twitch news. Uh, Twitch streamers banned for playing Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Yeah, in Australia where and New Zealand, where they got the game uh, a few days early, like Japan, um, they were streaming the game on Twitch and got banned for it, and they're thinking it's because it wasn't out in the U.S. yet, and so the embargo would have applied. Wow. 
Holy shit. Wow, really? Oh. Yeah. Uh, as far as I've Man. seen, nothing more than like a 48-hour ban. But, hmm. yeah. Getting whack. Well, you gotta start doing some things like, um, let's see. Oh, I don't think, I didn't see her name in here. Um, play with Jambo. So, this is a gal who is, uh, she's a Twitch streamer who's gone viral because she's making uh, Skyrim sounds herself to get around the DCMA uh, takedowns. So she makes DCMA-friendly videos by bouncing back and forth, speaking comic book lines like Crash and Bang and gargling underwater while she swims through a river and making other various sound effects herself. Um, so it's a neat idea. Um, I, I watched <clears throat> one of the short videos. It's pretty funny, so... I recommend checking that out. Um, but ASMR, it's, I, I think it's a clever way to channel. try and skip around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. So, Cyberpunk streaming message. Um, this was pretty neat. I saw this. Uh, it's not a huge thing, um, but I saw it posted and wanted to share it with everyone, and it kind of falls in the same thing. Um, they posted something on, officially that says that, uh, not to worry about streaming or recording Cyberpunk 2077. They're preparing a feature for all content creators called Disable Copyrighted Music, where you can toggle it on, and it'll automatically disable any music or sound effects that would get you in trouble with DCMA. So, yeah, like Doc has said, they bring the quality, and they're just doing everything they can. So, delays be damned, at least they're going to give us a good game. Really hoping so, and I really believe that it will be a good game, so. Yeah. So let's see, The Last of Us gets a series order for from HBO. Neat. Uh, Tommy is not here, oh, but is that Tommy's? Um, oh. I do recall seeing a few things about how there was discussion about a Last of Us series being discussed with HBO. And from what I do understand now, from what I have seen, they are bringing over writer Neil Druckmann to the HBO series. Um, so the writer of the game will be working directly with the TV series that will be debuting on HBO. Um, I would imagine it would be released sometime late 2021, early 2022 with the timing of this, just writing, especially getting underway, still need casting and everything. So. Mm -hmm. Alright, so sealed Super Mario <clears throat> Sealed Super Mario Bros. 3 variant breaks a world record. <clears throat> yeah, so uh this is just a really high graded um Super Mario Bros. 3 game that's you know still sealed. Um and it was auctioned off for $114,000. Damn. Um, Damn. This has broken a world record. This is broken, breaking the world record for the same uh, the same title in the same year, for the second time in this year. So, oh wow, um, yeah, it started off at sixty two thousand five hundred dollars and quickly skyrocketed up to nearly double that cost. So Holy that's shit. bonkers. And um, yeah, I mean, I got a, I purchased a sealed Secret of Mana game off eBay for quite a hefty sum, but nowhere near as much as that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, actually, no, this one was $156,000. The one earlier in the year was 114000 Damn. Yeah. 
Almost triple. Getting up there. So. Wow. <laughs> so Activision Blizzard announces layoffs in APC, <clears throat> APAC region offices. So yeah, it's kind of weird because you're getting a lot of Activision Blizzard layoffs and then also them hiring just as many people as they're laying mm. off. Um, it seems like they're trying to consolidate their workforce into less areas rather than being spread out as much. Um, so over 100 Activision Blizzard employees in the Asia-Pacific region have been laid off, and this is including Japan, China, Taiwan, the Philippines, Australia, and a few more. Um, these are going across marketing, PR, publishing, customer care, and localization. So it's uh, a little bad for people in those locations, especially if that's where all the localization was centered for those regions. Hopefully it'll be picked back up in offices that they currently are keeping running, but I don't know about that. So, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Rooster Teeth raises over one point one million dollars uh, for the kids for the for the kids charity. So this goes into last week we talked about um, Twitch donating to one of those um, the charities for for gamers with disabilities I think it was, um, and it reminded me of a charity that I used to do some marathons for, and I was I couldn't it was bugging me because I couldn't remember them so I went to go look it up. And um, they're called Extra Life, which is an awesome charity. Uh, and when I was looking them up, I found this article. Um, and just recently, Rooster Teeth um, did a 12-hour-long show uh, for for the kids' profit uh, with Extra Life. And they raised $1,111,894 for the kids. So um, – it was really, really awesome. It went to Dell Children's Medical Center uh, in Central Texas to help sick and injured kids. Um, so it was all for children's hospitals. Um, and yeah, so if, if you ever want to look for um, – like if you've ever wanted to do any kind of marathon gaming uh, to help raise money for charity, a good place to check out is Extra Life. Um, so Genshin Impact developer sues players who leaked a closed beta. Yeah, so there's a lot of people that they're taking legal action against. Um, this seems a little harsher than it actually is. People who participate in these betas specifically um, for anything involving MiHoYo and Genshin Impact, they do have to sign an NDA. So they're actively breaking an agreement they mm -hmm. entered into yeah for this closed beta access and then are leaking it um so this was for 1.2 which will once again have a few new heroes for your party you can collect and more stuff like that um they also they uh, went on to say that they have issued an advisory to the players in question and have taken action against the breach of agreements the developer further went on to explain, not only does this destroy our work, but also takes away the joy of travelers experience a new version for the first time. For us and our travelers, this is not a pleasant result. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, this is also just more advanced steps taken against leakers because something similar happened with their 1.1 update. Nothing was, nothing, no action was taken against the leakers at that time. Um, a warning was issued. If it happens again, action will be taken. Action is now taken. So 
if you sign an NDA, you probably should abide by the rules in said NDA. Yeah, that's, that's, you are signing into a legal contract, contract there. motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and now you're basically blacklisted from any any gaming company's hiring. Yeah, yeah I, they, I, won't, I, they won't hire I, anyone who's known yeah. for for breaking NDAs. I have I have no sympathy because not even like oh this was in the terms and conditions that had nine pages of nonsense you didn't read you know what an NDA is when you're signing it you know you're signing a con contract that means hey motherfucker don't talk about the shit we do everyone you know what I mean it's not some little thing that you could miss in the tiny little print you know what I mean it's uh, but So let's hop on to some Square Enix news. Um, they've dropped a Final Fantasy VII puzzle in two sizes. This is pretty awesome. Um, so there's a 500 piece and 100, or sorry, 500 piece and 1,000 piece version of the puzzles. They're on the Square Enix website. So if you have uh, huge Final Fantasy fans in the family looking for something for Christmas, this would make a, an awesome gift. I love puzzles. I'm definitely going to pick one of these up at some point. Um, then, let's see. Square Enix announces Tomb Raider Reloaded. And I think that was Sasquatch, actually. Yeah, Tomb Raider Reloaded. Um, so this is kind of like a weird free-to-play action game heading to mobile devices. Uh, mm -hmm. there's only a trailer release. There's not much about it. Um, who knows? It's highly stylized as it would you would expect on a mobile game. Um, it's being developed by Square Enix Square Enix London's mobile team in collaboration with the Canadian developer Emerald City Games. Um, oh, huh. who are known just for mobile games: uh, GI Joe, War on Cobra, Lionheart, Dark Moon, Stormblades, Lionheart Tactics, and. Uh, also, Sacred Seasons. Um, next year is the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider. So hopefully this will just kind of lead into more games next year being announced. Because there's no mm -hmm. real sequel to the game that released in 2018, um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So we'll see. It is it is good news for the fan of the series as it's something mm -hmm. else being worked on. Yeah. And the last thing on Square Enix, um, they have announced that they're going to let staff work home per work from home permanently. So due to ongoing uh, pandemic restrictions, Square Enix has decided it's going to allow employees to work from home permanently starting in December. Um, so while not every company is grasped the gravity of what's going on, they've decided to move on to this environment that's been working pretty well for them it seems like as compared to other there's been a lot of pressure going on right with what's been going the with working from home it can be really strenuous in any kind of dev team but when we're making games it can be difficult square enix seems to have handled it a lot better than at least a lot of the other game dev companies have um and so yeah they seem to be looking to institute this model and if they have some methodology or something they're doing that's making it work this could end up saving them money and help ship games faster in the long run if it's incorporated correctly so we'll just have to kind of wait and see i do think there is some sort of collaboration loss by not being able to just walk over to someone and explain mm -hmm. to them directly oh, yeah. in person face to face on something that's being worked on especially on something that requires 
a lot of different groups and a lot of different people within said groups to work together in such a collaborative manner. Um, if it works, that's great. If it doesn't, they'll just go back to how it previously was. Well, so and that's what I'm saying is that it's it seems like most companies, yeah, they're struggling with that, but it's it seems like a couple of them, Square Enix included, have found some method of doing things that have worked well for them. So whatever whatever they're doing, if it's working, it's working. I don't know what they're doing. I can't imagine a easy fix to what you're describing, but they didn't ask me, so we'll just have to see. Um, so we talked a little bit about Marvel Avengers being 50% off, and this is due to them trying to desperately, desperately um, grab on since they haven't even recouped their development costs yet. Ooh. Yeah, so the game itself was a huge cost to develop. You have a whole bunch of licensing. Not only that, but they marketed the hell out of the game, so it's development oh, yeah. cost it's through the roof. Um, it's uh, currently leading to a 7 billion yen, or 67 million US dollar operating loss in their HD game Yikes. segment. During the last quarter, we talked about how they had losses primarily due to this game as well. Yikes. Um, Big yikes. They only sold. They only sold about sixty percent of their planned units, um, and they indicated that it cost about a hundred million dollars to make. So, yeah, it's not doing very well. They are starting to release more content. It is a mix of free and purchasable content, new maps, stuff you can do, characters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, story. Hopefully, they'll see that. Um, they'll mm. probably will get a quite a few, uh, quite a big sales boost from black friday sales and going through the rest of the holiday i, I got um, it so i ordered yeah, it today so 50 percent off can't go wrong it's definitely worth that price and it, it was 50 percent um, off it, it's that's what they advertise that. i'm assuming they dropped the price and now it's 50 percent off that or it's even more than 50 percent off on amazon because i got it for 24 bucks so yeah it was a 60 dollar game at launch so yeah, so the fifty percent off seems to be fifty percent off fifty dollars. So either they dropped it or Amazon's like sixty percent off for whatever reason. But yeah, I I I got it for twenty four bucks. I figured worth at least playing through the solo content for that much. Absolutely is. Um, it was a really enjoyable uh single player campaign, and then you mm -hmm. can even play through all of the end game multiplayer stuff on your own as well. So it's not a big oh, yeah, loss. Okay. You're just not going to be playing with friends or anything. Gotcha. It's be a little slower, but you can bring along your AI. AI versions of your heroes as well, so make sure you mm. gear up your all of your heroes, so if you drag them along, it helps you out. Gotcha. So, Comcast prepares to screw over millions with data caps in 2021. Boo! Boo! So, yeah, this uh, is primarily affecting the northeast region of the U.S. Um, <coughs> some some sources I've seen saying that this was removed primarily due to the pandemic occurring and that they're going back on removing it because it was their normal plan. Um, honestly, it's being Comcast. I'm going to assume that they just see how much people are using their services and are just going to reinstate the data caps back anyways, even though wow. it's still under pandemic. Um, so it's going up. They, You're going they got to jealous of EA being more hated than them. Uh, they're always up there with EA. This is really sad. Um, so customers who are not on an unlimited plan who exceed 1.2 terabytes of data in a month will have to pay $10 for every 50 gigs of data they go over, topping out at an extra $100. So, uh, an extra $100. F. Yeah. Um, so 
that's really bad because an hour of HD video takes about three gigs. Um, cloud gaming takes about 10 gigs of every hour, and that's just that, you know, base HD levels of 1080p. So good luck, Comcast users. Um, with our current system in place, it's really hard for smaller startup internet providers to get going. So uh, if you don't have another option, I press F for a specs. Yeah, fuck. Um, let's see. So uh, Jerry Bruckheimer has reportedly trying to get Johnny Depp back in Pirates of the Caribbean. So uh, Bruckheimer is a powerful and recognized producer in Hollywood, so he does have quite a bit of pull. Um, and after everything going on with Depp, there's a huge um, you know, push to have him removed from everything, and he's starting to um, speak up in reference to wanting him to stay in the movie. So at least we have that going on. Not uh, – not as as good as we could hope for, but well, and he he's getting paid though, isn't he? For Fantastic Beast, they still have to pay him in his yeah, contract. Yeah, paying him. So at least he's not getting fucked that bad in that. At least like, there's that going on. But we'll see if it goes. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. At this point, it's just we're just gonna have to see what hell 2021 brings to us. <laughs> Uh, so Assassin's Creed Valhalla has had some patch updates now. So um, there's a big patch that arrived. I think it was today or yesterday. Um, and there's a pretty massive amount of patch notes. The full available patch notes are available online. Some of the big takeaways. Um, there's some gameplay tweaks, some visuals, AI and uh, user interface tweaks. Um, there's a few new features. PS5 players can look forward to new graphics options. You'll be able to choose between perf uh, a performance option, which is 60 frames at a dynamic 4K, or a quality option, which is 30 frames at maximum resolution. Um, and so, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of different patch notes, um, some game balancing um, let's see, heavy and light attack stats will now adjust correctly based on acquired skill nodes, things like that. So you can go in and view the full patch notes. Um, there's, there's a huge, huge amount of them. So, um, Red Dead Online will be a standalone game starting next month. <clears throat> yeah. So on December 1st, you'll be able to purchase Red, the, uh, online component of Red Dead, uh, Redemption 2 um, as a standalone game on both Steam and Epic Game Store for just $5. Um, this will also be on the PlayStation and Microsoft stores and the Rockstar Game Launcher itself, which if you get it on Steam or Epic Games, I'm sure it launches up through the Rockstar Launcher anyways. Mm -hmm. um, so this also means that previous our Red, Dead, uh, Red Dead Online content will be available as well as future content on the way. Um, Outside of initially selling the game, this has been where Rockstar has been making most of their money through Grand Theft Auto Online. And while Red Dead Redemption Online, I don't think is nearly as popular, it's probably still making them some bank because people want to go be cowboys and shit. Yeah. Um. So this is this price is only available from December first through February fifteenth. After February fifteenth, it will go back up to twenty dollars. So. 
it's on sale for a couple months. So if you're if you might be interested, it might be a pretty good idea to pick it up. Solid. Um, let's see. So, oh God, what is the what is the Sasquatch? Disgaea. 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 I yeah. it, I got it right the first time. Disgaea six. Disgaea. 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 Well, whatever it is, Defiance of Destiny story trailer has been revealed. Yep. So this will be the sixth entrance into the Disgaea series. Um, for those that don't know, the Persona series is a ripoff of it. It's a knockoff, which is kind of <laughs> weird. Um. But yeah, so here you go. We're getting our sixth uh, entrance into the series. You have a story trailer going on, um, letting you know who the main character is, the party members you'll be having, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, you are playing as Brandon Winkler, um, Zed, a who is a Zed, a young zombie who utilizes powerful spell called Super Reincarnation that allows the user to relive their life over again until their wish has been seen through. So you have plot armor. Nice. I don't know what else to call it. Um, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> there is also a, a contest going on to name various different things in the underworld, which is where the game takes place. So you can you can head over to the uh, NIS America website and see if you can translate the page for you when it links you over to the Japanese version of the page for the JRPG to see if you can name enter your own custom names into the contest so nice let's see so let's go into some of our weekly game updates um how about we'll start with the magic the gathering updates from sasquatch so yeah it is the one year anniversary of wizards of the coast uh secret lair uh product line and for that they're calling it secret layers secret versary super drop um, there's a few changes nice. here. There are five different secret layer drops. Uh, most notably, it is an artist layer drop included as well. Um, art of my personal MTG artist, uh, Seb McKinnon. He also has worked on a couple fantastic short movies um, as well. Previously with his brother, his brother passed away, and he's looking to have the last part of that trilogy made. Just, you know, some closure on the entire thing. Um, most notably, you also have a box of rocks, which is literally the name for one of the secret lair drops. Um, it has some really kind of like fantastical fantasy art on it. Uh, Arcane Signet, Chromatic Lantern, Commander Sphere, Dark Steel Ingot, Gilded Lotus, all stuff you'd use in Commander. Have foil, non-foil packs. Your artist series, Seth McKinnon, his own personal art on a swamp, the Sour of Temptation card, Damnation, as well as Enchanted Evening. Um, this will also be in foil and non-foil. You also have Happy Little Gathering, which is a bunch of different Bob Ross pieces taken and put onto basic land cards. Um, you get 10 cards in total, two of each basic land type. Uh, these are both in foil and non-foil as well. You have, uh, if not for Seb McKinnon, what would be my favorite one? The Party Hard Shred Harder Pack, which is just straight up metal. Uh <laughs> They just went through, apparently, and found cards they thought sounded metal and threw it out there to various artists who make metal album art covers and whatnot. I approve. And then you have, then there we have, finally, we hope you like Squirrels Pack, which is six various, five cards that deal with squirrels as well as a squirrel token. Um, notable, the notable change going forward for this right now is rather than only being able to purchase the secret layers for a day, you have... Two week, you have the two week period of the 
December 30th through January 14th to pick it up, or I got that wrong. November 30th through January, uh, through December 14th. So you'll go through, order what you want. Um, There's also bundles happening where you can order non-bundle, you can order non-foils, you can order all foils, you can order a bundle bundle, which is all foils and non-foils. So they also have some really cool playmat art. Um, Once again, the Seb McKinnon Damnation art is just absolutely fantastic. Um, t-shirts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They have stuff from each of the packs available as well. So I'm going to be spending like four hundred dollars on a stupid pack of cards that I will get <laughs> like varying usage out of. Like each card will be used very little. Like, but I tell you what, though, that uh, Dreadbore card is my favorite. Oh, I shared it in the chat again for you. <laughs> Put it in the uh, the public chat. The public podcast chat. Too. You don't have to scroll as far. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Podcast chat. Podcast too. chat. <laughs> yeah. So um, some Pokemon Go updates. Um, there's a couple different ones on here. Um, I think you had one, right, Doc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I posted a link to the in-game announcement where they are bringing back incense effectiveness uh, being increased. Um, I've tried it out. You get a Pokemon mm. basically every two minutes to spawn while it's active. Wait, br- bringing back or extending? When did they stop doing that? A uh, couple, couple episodes ago, they they removed. Oh. They had we talked about it. They removed a bunch of the bonuses. Oh, uh, well, they basically not. brought them all back. Okay, yeah, I so. must have completely forgot. Because last time I used an incense, it was it was the same, but I probably did it after this update came out. So. Yeah, they had changed it to about like ten minutes between uh, spawns if you're standing oh. still, but now it's back down to like two minutes. It's amazing. Oh, okay, nice. Way too cold to be out catching Pokemon right yeah. now. Um, and see, also they have announced they're going to be expanding the max level again. So the max level is going to be moved up, I believe, to fifty. They're just moving it up to ten, if I recall correctly. Yes, to fifty. Yep. Um, and they're also giving some rewards for anyone who hits forty uh, before the end of the year. So anyone who hits level forty before Thursday, December thirty-first at midnight local time will get a title of Legacy Forty Trainer and get some exclusive rewards like timed research rewards and notably a Gyarados hat. So if you're close to forty, unlike me, then go ahead and grind your little heart out um, before it comes to the end of the year. I'm level thirty-four, so there's no fucking way. Yeah, you uh, need to be like thirty-eight and three quarters. And grinding uh, daily to to be able to hit forty at this point before yeah, the like, time's out. I was like, this is really great for people who are halfway through level fucking thirty nine, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, cool. it's to reward the people who do it like a daily task, like you would do in a normal MMO or something. Oh, you need to do more than just the daily stuff because I've yeah, been doing the daily it, stuff. Uh, I'm I'm the, I'm like six to eight weeks out from my next level. Yeah, it's oh. it's crazy. The the XP I'm only a couple curve is insane, insane. But because you have to remember, we're working right now in what's an expanded 
level cap. The level cap used to be 30. So we're technically, if you were thinking in MMO terms, we're working in the expansion levels. So they're going to be, they're going to have a higher XP curve. You know what I mean? Yeah, but one of the, uh, one of the things MMO, they're doing pretty quickly. One of the they're one of the things they're doing for the the new ten levels is they'll be objective based instead of experience based from what I'm seeing. Oh, so like you'll have to yeah, you'll yeah, have yeah. to complete a bunch of tasks uh, to get the next level, which is something they did in mm. Ingress back in the day yeah. when they started expanding the levels higher than eight. That's pretty cool. I remember Ingress. Hmm. It was a lot of fun at first, and then it got really complicated. The only other thing on our Pokemon Go updates, um, they have their, they've they announced they're gonna they did that Halloween Cup and it was really popular, so they announced they're gonna do more of those specialty cups. The one currently going on right now, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's um, Capture Cup. That it's um, so you can only catch things that you can only use things that have been caught after November 9th. So only recent catches can be used in the tournament which is driving me a little insane. I pretty much can't even do this one because I haven't been playing much, so I don't have any good recently caught Pokemon. But it's neat that they're starting to mix in these specialty cups a little bit more now. Um, for our Final Fantasy XIV updates, there's not a whole lot going on, but they did announce that they're bringing Emerald Weapon in, which is pretty <clears throat> exciting. That's the what I, so the fourth weapon now from Final uh, the Final Fantasy main series are bringing in the second uh, specific two seven that they're bringing in since they've already brought in Ruby. Um, I haven't gotten still to the end game raid content for Shadowbringers, but I'm fairly certain that Ruby is one of the raid paths they're going. So if Emerald's the second, then um, I'm assuming there'll be another weapon at some point um, for the third raid, but we'll keep updated on that. Um, which and it's really not that surprising. They're still, you know, pushing Final Fantasy VII remake, and they always try and do crossovers and that kind of thing. Uh, and it's cool. I appreciate the references. And as a huge Final Fantasy VII and fourteen fan, I really appreciate the Easter eggs and the references. But what I'd really like to see is a good crossover event, um, like we had for Final Fantasy XV. So if we had a Final Fantasy XV-esque crossover event for the final fantasy 7 remake um that would be fucking awesome um so that's what'll get me really excited but we'll we'll keep up on it for the call of duty updates there's not a whole lot going on cold war's out no one cares um one quality of life update that made me super stoked when I was playing yesterday, though, was that your uh, emblem and your calling card, you can choose 10 favorites and randomize. Every time you go into a lobby, it'll randomize oh, yeah. and pull a different one up. And I'm like, fuck yes, I don't have to just pick one anymore. I could definitely narrow down my top 10 that I want to shuffle through randomly. That is so fucking rad. That was I've never been so excited for a quality of life update since they put in black ops 4 the ability to press triangle to get rid of all your green dots but yeah though no, that's uh, that was it might be a, it's a small update but man it made me stoked um the last <coughs> yeah one i've actually been able RuneScape to play updates. that game recently oh. so that's kind of cool <laughs> call of duty yeah oh yeah yeah it's we, we should get on later them. i've been getting back on it a bit so nice nice maybe they worked out whatever problem it was having I fucking knew it wasn't my hardware because I replaced my entire fucking computer. 
Maybe you were having a similar issue, Doc Thoth. I know he can't talk, but he's 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 listening in. Um, maybe you should try Modern Warfare too. Maybe you were having the same issue that Sasquatch was having, and they've just fixed it. Who fucking knows? Um, we'll have to get on and try some uh some multiplayer or some Warzone here sometime soon. I'm down for Warzone. So, for our RuneScape updates, the last thing on here, there's not too much going on. Um, just some ninja update, some ninja strike updates this week. Um, the most notable is that they updated some combat tool tips uh, and refreshed those, which is nice. Um, they added a couple quality of life updates. So the Asylum Surgeon's Ring has a cooldown that appears in the debuff bar now. Um, the Relentless Invention perk cooldown appears in the debuff bar. Um, primal extract recipes are added, uh, which will allow players to turn enhanced replace replenishment potions into adrenaline renewal potions. And God books will and illuminated God books are now toggleable um, on death while you have a ring of death equipped. So just kind of tiny little quality of life updates. Nothing huge going on other than they have their Black Friday sale um, where they have. You know, a sale on Solomon's general store and on their merch store. Um, the I do not think the pre the Premier Club pass is not on sale, but the Steam packages are I think twenty percent off. Um, don't do that. Don't if you're gonna buy membership for a year, please don't go and be, see the Steam package like twenty percent off. Woo! The fucking Premier Club package is way better deal, even at 20% off of the other ones. So please do not buy the package on Steam. Go buy the Premier Club if you're going to drop money like that. Um, other than that, that's going to do it for our updates. What have you been playing this week, uh, Sasquatch? Um, a lot of WoW. A lot yeah. of WoW. Oh, answer. Shadowlands, uh, right? Yeah. yeah, Shadowlands came out. Um, it was rough the first few days, as most expansions are. Mm. It was the, definitely the roughest one I've ever participated in. But once it got going, it's been really, really excellent. The four new zones are fantastic. Um, I just finished the main campaign. I've chosen my Covenant. I went with the the faux vampires um, just because of their synergy that they have with my class and the spec I have, which is... what. I mean, you don't have to. All the covenants are cool in their own way, mm. but um, yeah, that's what I've been playing primarily. About to go into the uh, random tower of fun, which is like a mini roguelike <laughs> within the game. So it'd be really fun. Um, I've been playing Call of Duty. I discovered that worked again when I was sitting in a two-hour-long WoW queue. Uh, Solid. It just started working. Um, worked while fantasy. you were running WoW, too. So Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, well, I mean, I was sitting at a black screen or trying to load <laughs> into the game in queue, so. Yeah. Um, more Fantasy Star, getting ready for more content to drop there as well. Finished off Yakuza Like a Dragon. And MTG. That's so? my go-to for everything. Yeah. And how about you, Doc? I picked up on your uh, recommendation, Final Fantasy XIV. Hell I've been yeah! A little bit of that over the weekend. Uh, I've been working a little bit in Destiny, trying to trying to get some of the newer weapons. Um, I did a four hour stream with some of my buddies this morning for Guilty Gear. Yeah, uh, we ended up all playing uh, random characters for a while at the mm -hmm. end. That was a lot of fun. Um. There's something else I was playing. I played some Fortnite with mm. Tommy the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
and a little bit of Warzone too. Nice. Yeah, and I think I got that fixed. I've got it. I found a bot, a new bot for the Discord channel that should be able to pull in all of the Twitch channels now. So all the channels should be automated. Um, and so yeah, random plug for those who don't know. If you go onto, you don't need to worry so much now about trying to find everyone everywhere. If you go onto our Discord, as soon as someone starts streaming, it will automatically pop up a notification. So please come join our Discord channel. And join in the chat. Um, so uh, uh, I've been playing. Actually, I've, been, I've gotten to play quite a few different things this week. I've been on a little bit of a mini vacation with the holidays, so that's been nice. So I've been. I I haven't played anything off of it, but I did get the Game Pass, uh, which I've been talking about wanting to do for a while, and then I actually just decided that I wanted to get Nitro Discord Nitro, and it came with three months of Game Pass. So there's a couple games on there. I'm gonna start trying um but i have been playing more final fantasy 14 and runescape of course um and i've been playing call of duty quite a bit more again trying to get back into that um but i haven't done much as far as anything new just been able to actually play the games that i play a lot more than an hour to a day so um <laughs> RuneScape particularly, I'm finally getting my archaeology up there. I uh, lost Max Cape when archaeology came out, and now I'm finally to level 92, so halfway there. Um, but I'm totally burned out on RuneScape now, which is so why I started sad, kind of leaning into 14 more. I know, right? Better than Diablo 2. Do you remember Diablo 2's XP curve? Yup. Yep. Those who don't remember Diablo 2, even better than RuneScape. 1 to 98 was the XP needed from 98 to 99. Oh, yeah. Do it all again. Um, <laughs> so thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Um, for those who haven't heard, we are now doing our podcasts live. So you can join our Discord to check them out live or just go onto our Facebook because Dog Sathoth has been kind enough to help screencast our Discord over onto Facebook. Make sure you like and subscribe on our channels, which are listed in our various descriptions and comment sections, and our main page at facebook.com slash darkfeathergaming. Thanks so much, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Good night. Good night.